previously on Taverns and Caverns. Inside the Arcane Delights Brewery, we had to tap into some serious stealth skills to avoid fighting golems, guards, and the mysterious and psychotic Vanya de Darkmoor. My long forgotten scroll of invisibility allowed me to lead the party to an escape and expose Tam and his buddy for the fools they are. Accidentally getting Vanya's attention, <clears throat> Sundra, we had to hide for our lives to avoid an onslaught from our many guards. We're on our tail, and soon, we'll be starting the mission of all missions, killing Vanya de Darkmoor. Why the hell did we agree to this? Episode 54, Vanya de Darkmoor. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. This is your Dungeon Master, Haphazard DM. And last time on Taverns and Caverns, our party... They were still in the Fortress of Brews, and they accidentally stumbled again, uh, upon Vanya de Darkmoor on the main floor of Arcane Delights Brewery, finding themselves hiding from the crazy alchemist or wizard or whatever you want to call her. But Isundra was able to use a spell while they were hiding to trick Vanya into thinking a fey escaped from the underground magical extraction room where the quote-unquote doc was extracting magical properties from Faye. And with that, Vanya had gone downstairs and the party had decided this was their opportunity to separate her from the guards. And if I remember correctly, I specifically said 10 guards uh, from the main entrance, kind of blocking everyone from escaping and blocking anyone from entering. So we're going to pick up right where we left off. And remember, Vanya went downstairs in the cargo room and she almost immediately dusted the two individuals that were working down below. And I believe it was Nomu and Camros that witnessed this, or was it everyone that witnessed this? Well, Nomu definitely seen it with Camros. I'm pretty sure at least those two saw it. And afterwards, she stepped further down into the basement to the magical extraction room and that is where we left off so we're gonna go ahead and pick up in that cargo room with the party still making their way down the stairs and remember the golems are still in the cargo room doing their work they don't seem to be really phased by the deaths of the two workers in the room they're still lifting barrels and moving them from side to side and doing whatever they were programmed or ordered to do but we're gonna go ahead and pick off there uh camros was in the very front of the party when this happened he's just looking back at everyone and he's gonna kind of wave his hand towards the party as if he was beckoning for them to join him in the spot or the area that he was in considering there weren't any golems directly in front of him he can see straight ahead the door that leads down into that basement room that you guys came from what are you all doing well no one was gonna stay close to cameras he's got says he's got the lead okay and what is everyone else doing is anyone going to be are you all casting anything before you go down there or what 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 kind of preparation might you be trying to do now uh it's up to you if you need to prep just uh letting you know does not prep It's not, not in her personality to do. Yeah, that was a declaration. <laughs> I, I mean, does prep. she? Has I, she ever? We do not prep. I mean, we 
kind of need an overall plan. I mean, this is a fucking Darkmore, people. Do you want me to throw out the pseudo dragon to do some searching? Like, I don't know. Because I mean, at this point, we're just straight going down there, right? She's down there. I mean, there. yeah, she's going to pretty much be able to detect any type of magic we have. True. If there's anything. I, mean, oh, I have just, four greater healing potions. I'm good. She shit all over my fucking scroll of invisibility. Chicken I head. I was having a good time. Don't think we can uh, <laughs> prep with magic. That's one thing for sure. Yeah, I mean, we could throw an old fashioned trap. We can ambush oh. her. Yeah, we, we don't want to. We don't want to fight her in this room, though, right? Oh hell no! No, yeah, oh, we, want her, we want her down below. I mean, we never ever agree to split up. We are always against this, but somebody might have to be bait, and she'll have to chase them, and we lead her to the office where the rest of the group is waiting, and we can jump her there. The office. Going down okay, that's right. a terrible idea. We aren't going up. There are guards up, so we're going yeah. down. We I mean, down the office. Sorry, she's already Sorry. in the office. <laughs> she's already in the the uh, killing Faye room. Oh, now now, what what were you trying to say there, Eddie R? Uh, we she's already in the room. We want to fight her at. So we don't want to yeah. take her anywhere else. Oh, why do I feel like? Okay, never mind. Sorry. Well, this is great. Let's fucking go. I mean, only one person can go in there, and then. Hey, Aito, are you uh, you know, volunteering? Uh, wait, why would we... no? Uh, why is anyone going by yourself? No, why would we do that? <laughs> well, no, it, it'll to... trick her if she doesn't know that there are other people what? waiting. You know, we can ambush. <laughs> She's already again. in the room. But Let's like, jump her. Yeah, but... while her attentions. He... Are going yeah, know, in that room. He's got he's got sweat coming down the side of his face. <laughs> like, he's looking at Nomu. I do not think you understand the complete feelings that I am having by volunteering to go in that room by myself. Yaito, relax. Yaito, don't, only there's joking. no reason. There's no reason for anyone to go in by themselves. Okay. No one only jokes with you. <laughs> the he's already in the room. So we can't bus. bring her to us. No, I mean, like, if there's a group of us, she's likely to call for guards. If there's one of us, she won't feel threatened. She might the actually. Guards you know, don't hear her. She's too far away. That's the whole point, right? Yep. Hmm. Yeah, she's two levels, know. two levels below right now. I just feel man. like there's things in this building we don't know nothing about. I mean, that's probably true. But Camros nods. Uh, you're damn right there. There, there. She might have things around here we're not sure of. But you know, I don't think she was really ever expecting to be attacked in a brewery. I mean, that's what we're doing is out of this. Uh, no one would uh, would anticipate such a thing. So I don't think we have, to have anything to worry about. I just think. We have to keep her from warning any of these golems in this room or the guards up above. We've killed everything on our way here, except for that one guy that's in the sewage system. We knocked his ass out. But I don't think but he'll he be sucks. doing anything. I don't think he'll help in any way if he wakes up. He might, he might skedaddle the other direction if he sees what we're doing. Pretty much. Let's go get that ass. If, uh, before we go down any further, Eddie is going to cast Bless on Isundra. Uh, Damien and Nomu. That's uh, it. So, adds a D four to any saving throws you have to make, right? Attack roll or saving throw. How long does that last? Oh, uh, to your attack roll too. Yeah, uh, it'll last for 
Basically, I'm going to cast this right before we enter the room. It'll last for one minute. Okay. Oh, so it's only going to last probably our first round. Do they get the plus Lots four? Fight. <laughs> do they get a plus four to both their attack bonus and their saving throws, or do they have to pick one? Whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. Okay. So it's either or. Either or, yep. Okay. So keep that in mind. You are blessed. You Would you like me to place icons on you so you all remember? I'm about to put well, one it's on only going to last for one round, right? So No, one no, minute. One minute. One minute. Fight. Fight. Oh, so okay. One round is considered six seconds in real time. Yeah. So I'll just go ahead and put uh, I'll put a red mark on Isundra so you remember you have Bless. And who else did you put it on? Nomu and Damien? Yeah. All right. So you all... It is concentration, so if I get hit, it'll break. But So you all have a red dot on your icon on the map to represent that you have Bless. Gotcha. That way you remember, remember the red dot bless. means you have Bless. All right. So with that, then, are you doing anything else before the party decides to go down into the room do i have anything that's beneficial no of course not <laughs> i'm ready should we soon empty her bladder how bad are we about to get fucked <laughs> i'll describe it here in a moment um oh Camrose, he he's going to walk up to the door very quietly mind you he's not trying to gain the attention of the working golems He's not even sure if the golems would attack if they did see him. He doesn't want to risk it. But when he gets to the door that leads into that small storage area where you all came out of from down below, he looks down at the stairs, the stairs leading down, and he stops for a moment and looks at the rest of you. All right. Things are about to get dicey. I hope you're all prepared for this, because I'm not. This woman, if she is as anything as, uh, as Averis has said, she is going to be very powerful in the way of magic. She is also an alchemist, so if she has any potions on her, be prepared for that. I, uh, the kind of potions, I do not know, but I highly doubt she's going to be fully equipped. I mean, she's in her own fortress. I don't think she expects anyone to attack her. I'm hoping she doesn't have any other tricks up her sleeves other than her magic so are we all ready to go down there because once once we go down there that's it we're <laughs> fighting for our lives <laughs> and like just know <laughs> just know you, that's it. he points he points ahead at the the stairs leading down do you all see the stairs it's it there is a gray mist once we step through that mist there's no leaving <laughs> fuck you ryan <laughs> some noxels and once we step to that gray mist, that's when the, the melodies and the hymns are going to be starting. Spare right? us the speech. Tell, tell us something we don't know. We have to sign our lives away. I know I might not see my kids again. I literally go through this speech in my head every day. Let's do this shit. <laughs> wait, wait. Before we go, remember, I do have one scroll on me that provides us a portal. It's supposed to be used for us to escape because we're supposed to do this at the highest point of the brewery in her office. However, if shit hits the fan, I can use this one-time portal to summon Stalwart and the rest of the gang, but we should really keep it for our escape because if we use it to summon for help, 
we're going to have to find out a way to escape ourselves. Remember that wall outside of that, out back where that filtration system was, that's a very hefty wall. I don't think we're going to be climbing that anytime soon. But if we summon uh, a virus, she can just get us out, right? She's not coming. Remember, she's not coming. She cannot show her her appearance. She cannot make an appearance here. If we kill her, she can't show up, right? No! Because one of the guards might spot us. My God, we we won't need that scroll. We don't need to summon that piece of stalwart. We don't need that. Yeah, honestly, I'd rather die than fight alongside stalwart. You know Look, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> if shit hits the fan, I might have to use it for help. I am not looking to die tonight. All right, you hear me? Then use it to escape. I don't want stalwart near me. <laughs> we fucking hate. Listen, that. Namu, I don't know why you hate stalwart so bad. He's not that bad of a guy. For the most part, he's a pretty quiet dude. If you summon Starward, I will chew on your leg. <laughs> he means it. He does mean it. He has eaten the kobold before. Eddie why does he hate Starward so much? I couldn't tell you. Just, he hurt our I buddy don't... Elroy, that's why. Did shoot him in the back. The shit was dirty. And dirty. Leroy Jenkins did not deserve that. Look, at the time, you were our enemies. Now we're allies. Let bygones be bygones. We're associates at best. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, if you're all ready, let's go ahead and do this. Who's going to go down first? It's not going to be me. <laughs> do you want me to do it? Oh, no, I have a good idea. I won't do it. But I, I can hide on the ceiling. And then jump down on there. Is that still on you? Probably. Does it ever worked? No, I'm pretty sure Once. it's off of me right now. No, it's never worked. <laughs> <laughs> can't let Eddie go first. He can't be hit. One of these days, I'm gonna change that spell when I level up, but <laughs> not today. Um, Yaito, today's the day you're a hero, bro. Hold on, hold on, you guys. I'm gonna roll stealth and try to sneak down there. Shut the fuck up. This is what I'm going to do. Okay. Wait. When we go through the door, first we send the beholder kin to go through the door. I'll summon it. It goes through the door first. Then we can come in, and she's too focused on that thingy to figure it out. Okay. So we think she is too dumb to split her no, concentration. I don't think that, but I think it will give us an opportunity to go into the room. That was basically my plan. First. No, like your plan was to bring her back up here. Oh no, wait, that's trying to bring her in a different room. What was going on? You know, I was drinking, but no, <laughs> somebody could act drunk like you heard a blizzard mama flip flop. <laughs> she's like, who got these drunk person in here? Good. And then while she's dealing with drunk person, I'm grabbing all on her and then you guys can come in and, and hopefully catch her flank or something. In that time, somebody needs to be a uh, case in the room. We need to see if we can surround her. There are enough of us to hopefully cover all the corners. I like to be older again better. We can do both. I mean, you can also be on the ceiling. That's mm-hmm. another point to cover. Uh-oh. <laughs> Frankly, I like the ceiling idea, but that's just because it's funny every time. Oh, geez. It's funny for y'all. <laughs> yeah. You ain't getting exactly. suplex by, by freaking spirits and shit. Or Yaito can offer her a business proposal, mixing alcohol and tea. I could. I do not think this is the proper time and place. She would. Oh, no, it's just a distraction, fool. I don't think oh. she would fall for it. Uh, She's but- not supposed to. Oh my goodness. 
<laughs> I just really want to shapoma to poom pow her when she's not. To be honest, it. I don't think we have to worry about the um thingies. So we should sneak, but if we you know if Eddie is loud, I think it's okay. Right? How how about this? Eddie R, you're the most heavily armored one. You go first. Damn. But I just used a buff that depends on concentration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll go down first. All right. All right. Namu's going down first. After you, Kitty. We're walking. I'm, I'm rolling. I'm rolling some stealth. All right. So everyone, go ahead and place your characters at the entrance of the prior map, which was the magical extraction room that had the torture devices. It's to the left of your current map. So I'm going to go ahead and place everyone there. Let's see. Oh, we just going back. We even got to go through this room. We were all worried about going through this room. <laughs> no, the golems are, are stuck on what they're doing. So Nomu, you are the first out of the party to slowly start making your way down the stairs. And you're trying to be, is everyone trying to be stealthy or? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to try to roll stealth right At now. At least quiet. All right, roll everyone fire. roll stealth. That is not fire. <laughs> he goes in meowing, <laughs> hissing. All right. So uh, Isundra with a 16. Damien, you have a nat 20 for a total of 26. Nomu with an 11. Yaito with a 7. Camrose with a 26. Uh, Eddie R, make me a stealth check. Eddie R with a 9. Well, you so, did better than he's last anyway. Yeah. <laughs> As everyone begins to make the descent, you cross the border through the gray mist. And as you do, the first person in line, Nomu, you quickly get the sense of, of dread. And you feel a bit off when you start walking down the stairs. Make me an arcana check. All right. Let's kick the sheet. All right. <clears throat> okay, you rolled a seven. So you don't necessarily really get a strong vibe from any kind of magic aura. You do feel a slight presence of magic coming from down below, but not anything that's going to pique your interest, I would say. I'm rolling the trash. And Eddie R, as you're walking down the stairs with Nomu you feel your armor kind of make some jingling sounds and the, the, the metal just clings just a tiny bit uh, you're not as nearly as quiet as everyone else Yaito as he's walking down he almost slips on one of the steps but he catches <laughs> himself on the railing but by doing so it makes a little bit of a noise because he rolled a seven and uh, Nomu some of your armor even though you're going as quietly as possible. Your footsteps are somewhat noisy. You're not sure if Vanya hears you coming, but as you get closer to the door that enters the room, you are you entering that door first, Nomu? Uh, I'm going to take a peek. All right, make me a perception. I'm going to peek in. Perception, there it is. A 15. So as you reach the door, it is already open, leading into the magical extraction room. And as you peek in, everything in the room looks to be exactly how Kat and Co. left it when you all uh, finished off the dock. And if I remember, did you behead the dock, Nomu? Yes. 
Okay. I Did we leave we... his body? No, we no. put his body in a... We threw his body in the sewers, the sewer water. Yeah. The sewer water, yeah. What'd you do with his head? Same thing? Oh, same thing. Okay. All of it went with him. Okay. So as you peek into that room, I mean, everything looks the same. However, you do notice Vani. Remember I described her with... She has the uh, long red hair. She is at the cage across the room from you, Nomu. Along the wall to your left, she's standing at the cages that had the satyr and the fairies mm-hmm. that were in them. And she's kneeling down studying the open cages because you freed the satyr and you're able to allow one of the fairies to escape. The other nine, I believe there were 10 fairies, the other nine had already been uh, killed off in some way or drained to, to the point that they're life force was gone but you see vanya kneeling and studying the open cage and you can tell that she's aware that the satyr escaped and as you're peeking i'm going to make a roll oh no all right i made my roll she does hear a couple of you coming through with your low stealth checks oh boy and as Nomu peeks into the room, she's still kneeling, looking down, and she has her hand touching some of the blood on the floor, and she's, like, studying it. And she speaks up very lightly, but loud enough for you to at least Nomu to hear, since you're in the very front. I know you're there. Show yourself at once. And she slowly stands and begins to look towards the door. Oh, no move. Uh... <laughs> no move. No move. Steps forward. Gonna win on the ceiling, bro. Uh, this ain't. Oh, this isn't the restroom. <laughs> Is No move the only one stepping through? Betty will step through as well. Okay, so go ahead and place yourself in the room. So you step through with Nomu. Anyone else? Does everyone else kind of stay back? Camros is in the back next to Yaito, and he has he has his rapier and his dagger uh, unsheathed. He's up against the wall in the hallway leading down the staircase. He is waiting for his opportunity to sneak into the shadows and try and sneak her because that is what he does. That's so he does not make he does not make a movement. Yaito has his hands out. He he looks like he's preparing to already cast some spells and he is he's not going to step through just yet he's going to wait to see what happens before he does he's afraid that stepping through with everyone might be more of a dangerous situation than spreading each other out so he's kind of keeping his distance what are isundra and damien doing oh yeah i'm not moving yet okay isundra so we're just kind of like behind them right now like yeah in. yeah okay. so nomu and so eddie have haven't... already stepped into the room you're still we didn't on that. Hear that. <laughs> you did not. Only Nomu heard that. Uh, well, I think I'm just gonna wait then before I go. <laughs> okay. All right. Wall. So then, before we do anything, roll let initiative. me pull up the turn order. But before you roll your initiative, oh, no. everyone, click on your character on the map and now roll for your initiative, and we can get started. Nomu's scared. Rolled All a nine. Right, Why am I rolling like garbage? You're shaking in your little <laughs> kitty pants. <laughs> All right. Initiative for Camros and Yaito. 
All right. So we have Isundra with a 20, Camros with a 15, Eddie R with a 16, Damien with a 21. Nice. Uh, Nomu with a 9, Yaito with an 8. So that is the turn order there. Damien, Isundra, Eddie R, Camros, Nomu, then Yaito. Now we'll make a roll for Vanya. And let me go ahead and, oops, let me go ahead and add her to the turn order. She rolled a 17. Oh boy. Great. No, I mean, she said, oh boy, great. All right, she has a 17. So she is going to be third in the turn order. She heard you coming with some of the lower stealth checks. So she is not surprised by any means. And she is not, she is not dumb. She had already had a feeling something at least was going on down here. She wasn't sure what, but now she knows. All right, so with the turn order, Nomu and Ediar, you step through into the room, and Vanya is now facing the two of you. And she has her hand still in front of her with some of the blood dripping from it because she was touching the blood on the floor. And she looks at the two of you, and she has an expression on her face that seems to be emotionless at this current time. She doesn't seem to be phased by your your presence, but she looks at the two of you and she slowly lowers her hand. Well, well, what do we have here? Tell me, was it the two of you that freed the Fae from their cages? And where is the doctor? Vanya de Darkmoor. You are under arrest by the government. Yeah. against the Fae. <laughs> Come with us quietly or go down with force. The choice is yours. The doctor is out. <laughs> you have a badge, too. <laughs> and what the hell are you talking about, idiot? Sh shut up. Let's go with it. Make me, make me uh, a persuasion. Or, or I'm sorry, a deception. Deception. God, I might have to assist him. <laughs> it's actually not bad. That's not too bad of a deception. The so, government. Eddie R would be a cop, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking narc. <laughs> he's not he's not denying it. <laughs> so he wrote a 1600 deception. As you do, so Vanya quickly raises an eyebrow and she just she slightly gives you this grin, Eddie R. The government, you say. And tell me, who in the government sent you here then? Because last I remember. I am close friends with the king himself. So you come here to arrest me for what? Crimes against the Fae. These orders come directly from the world government. <laughs> Someone doesn't watch too much World <laughs> She, Vanya begins to chuckle slightly. She doesn't fall for it. She, uh, she, she has a hot, you didn't roll high enough for her to, to believe you're from the government, but she chuckles at your comments slightly, Eddie. Uh, I haven't had a good laugh in quite some time. However, my time is precious and you have just intruded into my territory without my consent. This is a proper cause for your elimination. I cannot have you spreading news of what goes down here in the arcane delights. 
I can't have the name of my business tarnished. You are fools to sneak into here. I don't know if you are crazed fans wanting to more know, know, know more about the arcane delights, or if you're just dumb enough to challenge me. I have no reason why you would want to challenge me. I make the best drinks in all of London. And she is going to fold her arms slightly, and she's going to give you an opportunity here to answer. And as she does so, she just stares at the two of you. Now, I'm going to give you one of two options. Surrender here, and you may live. Or defy my command to surrender and find yourselves possibly becoming the next brew that I create. The choice is yours, my friends. What will it be? A mm, gnomo stout. Sounds interesting. What happens if I surrender? If what will happen to us? If you surrender, the chances of you living will be much higher. I would hand you over to the proper authorities, of course, for trespassing and possibly for any other reasons that I might find, such as you. What did you do with the doctor? That is a crime if you've hurt him in any way, shape, or form. I cannot protect you from the law if you've done anything that harmed my employee. Well, there's a certain we... problem here. We are the proper authorities. And the doctor was dealt with accordingly to his crimes. I will not surrender. Vania de Duckmore, here's my answer. Spiritual weapon. In your <laughs> cast <fashion. laughs> I was just going to ask you. cast spiritual weapon on top of his head, on top of her head at level four. <laughs> All right, wait oh, up okay. now, wait up now. We got, we got the turn order here. So uh, uh, while, while uh, we're talking, you're, you're going to attack her then. Yeah, I'm trying to get a sneak at her. Jesus. Okay, so remember, she she is definitely prepared. She knew you were there, and now she sees you. So you're not going to get a sneak attack on her uh, at this moment in time. So let's go ahead and do this. During the conversation that they're having, Damon and Asundra, you would go before uh, Vanya. Uh, Are you both staying hidden during this conversation? Before you you hear Eddie R.C. You can hear Eddie Art and Vanya talking at this point. Okay. Um, in that case, Isundra is going to do what she's been trying to do for two episodes now um, and use her spell slot and summon Aberration. And I'm going to summon, okay, I'm going to summon a Beholderkin. Okay. Um, <laughs> in that room. Okay. Yeah, so they're arguing, and I see that it's going poorly. Um, and then I'm just going to, you know, like I said, Isundra does not um, prepare. So you have the, just, do you have the stat blocks for that thing? I can't That's what I'm that. looking for right now. Uh, what ability is that? I don't even, I can't even find it. Summon Aberration. It's uh, in Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Okay, I got it. Um, so I got I- it, I got it, I got it. So you're, you're summoning, uh, okay. I found it. Yeah, so I'm going to do the Beholder Kins. I'll so send you a link. Like a... Here, there's the link. So it's a ranged spell attack. Your spell attack modifier to hit. Its range is 150. It's 1d8 plus 3 plus the spell's level psychic damage. So I'm just going to give you control 
of this little mage guy on the map. We'll just say that's, that's my beholder kin. That's your beholder kin. It's like a doctor. Is, yeah. It's <laughs> actually right. it is the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you summon the beholder kin. So they're talking and it's going poorly. Yeah. And I hear uh I can tell Eddie R is getting ready. He's getting he's getting okay. So a little bouncy. Before you do that, Damon, you have the first, technically the first go. Or are you doing anything? Or are you kind of just waiting and holding your turn? Damien, um, I'm going to use <laughs> my additional feet as an actor just for kicks. Um, I'm going to impersonate the doctor. Uh, okay. And yell from the stairs, Ms. Darkmore, <laughs> listen to them. They've captured me. Make a deception roll. Uh, roll I'm sure, fire. she don't care about this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, that was good. Good roll. Twenty-four. That was a pretty good roll. Uh, so you go and you try to impersonate the doctor, and she hears the voice coming from from up above in the staircase, the stairwell where you're coming from, and she just perks her head slightly. Ah, doctor. Have you been slacking now on your duties to allow these individuals to trespass upon my lovely Arcane Delights brewery now? Do do I see a pay cut coming? Uh, I'd rather take a pay cut than all the cuts on my body, please. They're horrible, (laughs) terrible. Awesome warriors, please. <laughs> oh. Give them what they want, please. Awesome, powerful warriors. So they come here looking specifically for a fight. Well, oh, no. little do they That's know damn. how powerful I can be. What? Well, didn't oh, no. say that necessarily. <laughs> I... Oh, God, no. Well, if it is a fight our friends want, then it is one they shall have. I am Vanya de Darkmoor, and I do not lose. And she's going to begin raising her hands. Damien. All right, a, then I summon a, this fucking thing. Yeah, this would be the time where you summon your beholder kin. And this would be the time that, Eddie, are, you want to summon your spiritual weapon. But, Damien, that was your, your action. You still have a movement. Are you going to move into this at, at this point, into this room anywhere? Or are you going to stay? No. no, I'm going to okay. yeah, see where okay. everyone else. All right. Wait, so, where? Oh, never mind. She's over there. Okay. Yeah. So Vani is basically across the room from everybody. She's a good 50 feet away or so. It's a pretty large room. But Isundra, you now using your action to summon your aberration, mm-hmm. your beholder. Can what's it look like when you summon this creature, this aberration? Um, Isundra is like right next to Damien. So she pushes Damien out of the way because she can tell that obviously that's not going great. Um, so she pushes her out of the way and she's like, hold on, I got this. And then she just starts like shooting rays into the room and you just see a fucking beholder with its big ass eye open up and it's like, mm-hmm. and you guys the, are like, what the fuck? All right. The beholder, uh, <laughs> the beholder can appears into reality. And as it does, so it, it looks very lazy and it has a droopy <laughs> mouth. Oh, what? And it's looking and it's like, it's like chomping on its, its mouth. I didn't its say lips. any of that. And it looks at Isundra and it starts speaking to her in its in its language, its native language. 
but speaking in deep speech and understands the language that you speak, Isundra. I don't know if you have deep speech though, but you're summoning it. So I'm assuming you have some way of communicating. Yeah, it lets me communicate. Okay. Dude, what did he say? As it looks at you, it's drooling a bit. And Isundra, you you hear it. It just goes, translates to, I was sleeping. Why are you bring me here? Why are you making stupid? I didn't summon a stupid one. <laughs> he's not stupid. He's just he's, he's waking up. He's, he's like still, an itten. He's still half asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Isandra probably would pick the dumb one, actually, though. <laughs> yeah, it says it obeys your verbal commands, no action required by you. So okay, so we'll say it goes on the same turn as you. It, yeah, it goes, it shares your initiative count, but it takes a turn immediately after yours. Okay. So do you make any movements into the room, further into the room, or you stay where you're at? Hell no. I'm staying right here. Okay. So I don't gonna, need to know I'm here. I'm going to give you control of this uh, aberration. So you should be able to move the token now. Try moving it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So she? You, you stay oh, here. Yeah, you you stay your ground where you're at behind Nomu and Idiar and the beholder, I'm you tell it, like it to here. to move forward towards Vanya. Yeah, it's 150 range, so it doesn't need to get super close. So Okay. So it floats towards Vanya looking at her. And does it do anything? Yeah, it's gonna attack her. Um so it says one d eight plus. Oh well, hold on. It's my attack modifier to hit, right? Yeah. Are you making it do a ranged spell attack? The Ira. Yeah, that's all it does. Yeah. Okay. So it's gonna be a d twenty plus whatever your spell attack modifier is, which I think it's a. what an eight. Okay. So okay, just. So do I use slash R or R slash? Slash R, or you could just roll your like if you're shooting a Eldritch like Blast. I'm it's the same thing. That's yeah. True. Well, no. Because it's going to be a d20 plus your... So, 22. Okay. So, you roll a 22. Uh, that will hit. So, it'll deal 1d8 plus 3 plus the spell's level the spell's level psychic damage. So, d8 plus 3. I don't know. How do I know What's the level is? of the spell? Of him? Oh, oh, my spell that I yeah. casted? Yeah. It's a level 4. Okay. So, it's going to be 1d8 plus 3 plus 4. So, a d8 plus 7. So you got 10, 10 uh, psychic damage strikes Vanya. Okay, so I didn't as... say he was super strong, but you no. know. what's his name? You're giving him a name or, or her um, name or it's a name? Yeah, I want to name it. Hmm. Sundra will come back to you on that one. No, I want to name it Bob. All right. It's All right. Bob. All right. Bob's now it's a name. All right. Bob floats forward, still waking up. And as it does, it as it floats forward, it doesn't float in the way you think it would. Like, uh, for those that don't know, Beholder is basically a giant circular creature that floats in the air and that has one, one eye or two, depending on the type of Beholder, on its front face, and then it has a mouth. It doesn't necessarily have arms, legs, or any limbs, but sometimes Beholders will have little tentacles coming from its head or its round body that have eyes attached to it. In this case, all the eyes attached to this beholder can are very droopy. And as it's floating towards Bonnie, it's not floating in a way to where you would think it's standing straight. It kind of spins around to where it's like upside down, side, like it's rolling in the air. 
And as it does, so it looks at Vonnie and it just opens its eye and its mouth and it shoots the psychic like eye ray or this, this eye ray at her. It does hit her for a 22 and she's going to take 10 psychic damage. And as she does, so she looks over at Bob and Isundra, who is now present in the room. The fuck uh, I am. Excuse me. You summon a filthy beholderkin in my brewery and dare to attack me, Vanya de Darkmoor, with its disgusting eye ray. Isundra looks at her and she says, Don't talk about Bob that way. Oh. She's very upset. You want oh, to summon things. Let no. me show you what summoning no. <laughs> really entails, my friends. No, oh, no. Look what Oh, so as you strike, uh, Eddie R, this is when you're, you're beginning to summon your, your spiritual weapon, if that's still what you're wanting to do. But Vanya, she takes 10 points of psychic damage and she looks a bit, a bit astounded and like shocked that you would even dare attempt to, to lay a, a finger or, or damage her in any way. She, she is not happy. She is not pleased. And she has both of her hands stretched out before her. And you can see this magical aura begin to appear around her and she begins to spout out this language of the infernal oh god lord have mercy does anyone have no infernal the language of infernal wait hold on let me Actually, check let me i think check. i might he said lord have mercy <laughs> nope nope i have not no man no. <laughs> all right uh eddie are, do you know infernal you might no i know dwarvish and celestial in common okay i have no idea what's going on all right, so yeah, so you don't know what she's saying. She just starts starts spouting this language, and as she does so, that star that was carved into the table in the middle of the room that was next to these uh, torturing type devices begins oh. to glow a violent red as it begins to flash, and you all feel this magical like presence begin to appear. And that table soon glows brightly. And as it does, you all see this claw rips through reality next to uh, Isundra and Nomu. Oh, geez. And as the claw rips through reality, you can see it grabs onto what looks like just open space, the air grabbing onto it. And it quickly, or I should say slowly begins to push its head through this open tear. And as it does so, what you all see, or at least Asundra, Eddie, Arnomu, what the three of you see is this large demonic head with the face of a bird with a large beak and fangs stick its head through the tear. And the claws that grab onto the, the air have these large talons, sharp talons. And soon enough, this giant is a large fiend a demon bursts through this tear it has two large wings two legs with talons and large arms with these talons attached it looks like a bird demon it is what's known as a vrock and as the vrock bursts oh, no. through the tear it screeches out in anger towards the party and Vanya, she slowly uh, lowers her hands after she summons this rock, and she begins to cackle. There is no escape from the Arcane Delights Brewery, my friends. You will perish 
this night. And she looks at the Vrock as it screeches out at them. And the Vrock kind of looks over at her and she gives it the scowl look. If you wish for our plans to succeed, then you will slay them now. And the Vrock looks back towards the party and it just begins to make its way towards you. And at that, Vanya's turn has ended. However, the, uh, the Vrock is now starting its turn. And it starts basically when she summons it at the end of her turn. The Vrock looking at Isundra and Nomu. It sees you and Eddie are behind Nomu. And what it's going to do at this point in time, it screeches. It can do this once per day. It does something called a stunning screech. It emits a horrific screech. Each creature within a 20 feet or 20 foot radius or distance of the Vrock that can hear it has to make me a constitution saving throw. This is going to be everyone. Actually. Okay, so I'm going to use... Constitution saving. Yes, constitution saving throw. And we could throw a D4 in there too. Yes, oh, you God. have bless. the bless. Everyone but me. So let me get my D4 ready. Okay, well, I got a six. It's constitution plus my D4. All right, so Damien with a 15. I got a 14, it looks like. All right, yeah. Nomu with a 14 total. It looks like uh, ADR. Just has a six. Asundra got a six with the D4. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Camros rolled a five. And Yaito rolled a 21. All right. I added a two to mine. Okay. So Damien, Damien and Nomu are the only ones. Or Damien, Nomu, and Yaito are the only ones safe from this. Everyone else failed. Oh, no. So if you failed, what happens is this screech emanates through your ears and you hear this powerful evil like voice ringing through your heads you're now stunned until the end of the vrock's next turn Ediar, you are stunned you will not be able to go on your turn here what cameros <laughs> is cameros <laughs> is also stunned he cannot go nomu it is now your turn. You see a couple of your allies kind of holding onto their ears. They're, you, you can tell that they're somewhat stunned by this screech. What are you doing? Well, Nomu was going to rush up and uh, cleave Vanya in half, but he can't leave his teammates uh, naked. So he's going to ready his great sword for the rock and step forward slashing. All right, so you go to attack Actually, the rock. Actually, he's going to step forward and use a cantrip. He's going to use uh, Blade Ward. He's going to trace a sigil. Blade Ward! So, that's done. And with War Magic, I'm now going to slash with my weapon. All right. As a bonus action. Righteously. <laughs> with a 24, that will hit the Vrock. Oh, yeah. Uh, where is it at? Forgot my own damage. Is it daytime? It's night. Okay. Yeah, uh, 2d6 plus 4 then. All right, cool. Eddie R said, what? <laughs> oh, Sick. All right, so 12 damage. 12 points of damage. You take your greatsword and you cut at the rock as it quickly raises both of its taloned hands. It grabs onto your greatsword, avoiding 
you from hitting its body, but you cut into its talons slightly. And since I attacked, damage. since I attacked, extra attack. It's going to slash again. All right. A 10, however, will not hit. As, as you try to pull your sword away from its talons, it grip, grabs onto them, and you're unable to pull it for a second attack, and it just cackles in your face. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. It is now Yaito's turn. He is not affected by the stunning screech, so he's going to make his way down, and he just looks over at the Vrock, and he just goes, oh, my goodness. And he is going to run to the side near one of the large uh, test tubes. And he's going to shoot a firebolt at Vanya instead. He wants to attack her. And he gets uh, basically two rays of that. And with a 25, we'll hit for two fire damage. He's able to get two fire damage. As he shoots her, Vanya kind of sides steps uh, or steps to the side and it kind of just nicks her shoulder and she looks at Yaito you dare you <laughs> dare <laughs> <laughs> and uh Damien it is now your turn top of the round Damien you're not affected by the screech what are you doing Damien gingerly creeping forward having not shown anyone his face this entire round kind of pokes his head around the corner and <clears throat> uh ship to pum pal at Vanya. <laughs> he fears Vanya. <laughs> oh, you're, you're a natural 20. So Damn. you got uh, 20. Oh, I threw the shit out of it. I'm scared. You, you throw that javelin, it goes flying through the air. And uh, oh wait, I have to make a DC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you throw it, each creature in the line, excluding you and the target. Okay, so it's not that you hit. It's more of a DC save. Okay, I see. I was going to say, that's a crit, but no, I have to make a DC. Dexterity saving throw. All right, what do I have to be? It's the 14? Yes. All right, let me see what her dex is. Did she pass? We will find out. And... She does not pass, so she will take 4d6 lightning damage, which already has the 16 right there. Mm. So she'll take 16 lightning damage as as the javelin strikes her, the lightning uh, hits her, and she kind of just looks at Damien as her hair kind of just begins to frizz slightly. And she, she's looking angry. She looks at you and stares. All right. Hey, do you do Damien smiles. <laughs> you know you still look good, girl. <laughs> uh, listen, I saved the doctor if you just listen. Okay? Vanya looks at Damien. We are past listening, my dear friend. You will pay for even striking me with such a weapon. And well, fine. Let's fight then, bitch. But I hope you know, we killed the doctor. <laughs> killed the doctor, you say? Even more of a reason for me to slaughter you. And in that case, it I'm is- I'm moving uh, next to Yaito. Okay. <laughs> so you move you next to Yaito move. up against the wall. Isundra, you're technically stunned. So you do not get a turn. However, your beholder kin can still go. 
Yeah. Bob. Bob's did not get Bob. stunned. Okay, Bob. Bob's gonna attack. Uh, All right. What do you want to do? Should he attack Vanya or should he attack this fucking alligator that's next to us? It's a bird demon. A well, that looks The picture looks like an alligator, Ryan. Well, <laughs> it I, looks I, like somebody I, from I got, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Well, I got but, nothing. Use your imagination. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bob's going to attack um, the bird. Okay. With the uh, eye ray? He only has that. Okay. I think. It doesn't we'll say that's what he has, but it only just says range spell attack, so I assume. Yep, yep, the IRA. All right, so make your attack on the Vrock. All right, a 20 will hit. So go ahead and roll the damage for your Beholderkin's IRA, Bob's IRA. Is it 1d8? 1d8 plus 3 plus the plus spell. So just do 1d8 plus 7. For 13 points of damage, the Vrock takes 13 psychic damage, and it kind of hisses out after it's struck by the Beholderkin's IRA. All right. Anything else from you or be from Bob? Can he move? No, Bob can't. Oh, he can move, but he's good. Okay. All right. It is now Bonnie's turn. She looks over at the party, and she kind of has this, her, her, her slight grin that she had slowly begins to to tweak slightly as she is a bit upset at being struck by not only Yaito's fire bolt, but the lightning javelin. And she's going to hold her hand out. Now, now, let's make things a bit more interesting, shall we? And she is going to cast a spell. And at this point, I'm going to need, let's see here, uh, each creature in a 10-foot radius of where it's centered around. I am going to center it. Let's see here. Five, ten, ten. So it's going to affect, it's going to be right behind ADR. It's going to affect everybody except Nomu and Bob. It's a 10 foot radius. Okay. Nomu, what you're the only do? one. I need everyone to make me a, a saving throw, a wisdom saving throw. Oh, God. All right. So I need to make one for Kamros and Yaito as well. Saving throw for wisdom. All right, let's see what we have. All right, so Damien rolls high enough. Isundra's fine. Eddie, are you failed? Yaito, are you failed? Yaito, uh, Yaito succeeded and Camaros fails as well. So what happens is she is casting confusion. Uh-oh. So Eddie and Camaros they find themselves, their minds are now being struck by the spell's assault, and Canros quickly finds himself being confused by the uh, spell as well as Ediar. So at the start of your turns, I'm going to need you to roll a D8, and that's going to determine what you do. All right, Ediar? Oh, that is not good. Ediar right. himself confusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a Pokemon. All right, so... At this point, uh, that is Vanya's turn. The rock is now going to go. It looks down at Nomu and it hisses at you. And as it does so, it's going to slash at you with its with its talon, Nomu. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. It goes to attack. I rolled a total of a 17. Does that hit? Yeah, it hits. All right. The next is going to be its beak. It goes down to... Oh, that's a natural 20. Okay. 
Whoa, so the, say that. the beak hits you as well. So let's go ahead and do the talon damage. These are so, all resistant, so I only take half. Yep. So you're going to be taking uh, slashing damage with the talons. So the talons are going to be... That's going to be a total of 14 points of damage for the talons. So mm-hmm. you'll take seven from that slashing damage. Yep. And the beak is what crit. That's going to be piercing damage. Yep. Let's go and roll this. So as it slashes at your chest with its talons, it goes to bite at your shoulder and it's able to almost tear some flesh off. And it is dealing 23 points mm-hmm. of piercing damage with the crit. Jeez. Half of that. All right. That's a lot. It is now Eddie turn. Eddie I need you to roll a D8, a flat D8. And this is going to determine what you do. Because you're no longer stunned. Everyone's no longer stunned. You rolled a five. If you roll a two to six, the creature does not move or take actions this turn. So you won't take any actions, Eddie. You can't do anything this turn. However, at the end of each of your turns, you can make another wisdom saving throw to try and break free from the confusion. That also includes bonus actions and reactions, right? Yes. So you still have... You, uh, an affected target can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each turn to determine what it does. So you can't do any reactions either. So I'm just stuck here. You're stuck there. But go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw to see if you can break out of it. Uh, you rolled a 20. You were able to break free from the confusion, hey. but you can't do anything this turn. That hey. was it for you. Camros has to roll an 8. Let me roll. No, he also rolled the same. So he does not take a movement or an action this turn, but he has to make a roll to see if he's able to break free. And I rolled 14. That's not high enough, so he is still confused. So he does not do anything this turn. Nomu, it is now your turn. Uh, Nomu's reeling back from uh, taking those hits, and he retraces a, retraces the, sim- the symbol in the air. Blade wide! <laughs> And he's gonna he's gonna return fire with the righteous great sword. All right. All right. All right. 18. 18 will hit. Oh boy, yes. All right, he's gonna do that delicious damage. Bam! All Back right. To- 13 points of damage. And he's gonna bring the sword back up for an extra attack, and he's gonna let the great sword descend. <laughs> A 12 does not hit, unfortunately. Damn. So as you strike the (laughs) rock, it slashes up with its talons, knocking your greatsword away, screeching at you. Do you make any movements, or you stay where you're at? Uh, I'm going to stay where I'm at. All right. Protect the group. All right. Yaito is going to continue attacking uh, Vanya, but this time he is going to use an ice knife. He flings an ice knife at her. And for an attack of 25, we'll hit. And he deals a total of six points of damage to her. And then she has to make a deck saving throw. The ice knife hitting her soon explodes with additional ice for 2d6 cold damage. But let's see if she avoids it. She rolled high enough. She's able to sidestep out of the explosion. Almost, It almost hits her. Damien, it is now your turn. What are you doing? Joke's on you. I'm always confused. <laughs> so I'm going to run toward the frog. The bird's no gonna laugh. The okay. 
Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, you attack it with your your short sword of flames kiss for 20. You will hit with that. Your rapier, however, does not hit it. But the short sword deals total of five damage, piercing damage, and two fire damage. You find as your fire goes off from the short sword of flames kiss. Do I get sneak attack damage? Yeah, you will. Oh, uh, it attempts to burn it, but you find that this demon is uh, resistant to your fire, and it does not seem to hurt it as much as you think it would. Bad. But you also deal 11 points of sneak attack damage, and it kind of screeches slightly, but not enough to where it looks like it's almost dead or anything. All yeah. right. Anything else? I think that's all you can do. Um, I want to give advantage to Eddie on his next... Um, roll. Okay. Actually, no, I'm going to give that to Yaito because he does not have any advantages. All right. Isundra, it is now your turn. You're no oh, longer yeah. stunned. Can I move or does he get an opportunity? If you move away now? from the Vrock, he will potentially get to hit you. All right, but try. All right. So you're going to move away from the Vrock? Step away from it. Yeah, I want to move. All right. It will use its reaction to get an attack of opportunity. And I rolled a total of a 22. I'm assuming oh. that hits. Um, that's too bad because I use Misty Step whenever I get hit from harm. As um, a and reaction. I teleport away. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Nice. nice. <laughs> she just Kage, or not Kage Bushin. She just fucking. Uh, yeah, she replacement <laughs> technique to that shit. Yep. As it goes oh. to slash at Isundra, a, a wooden log appears in its place, in her place. <laughs> <laughs> and Isundra teleports. Should have done this in a different order, but oh well. She teleports away from the Vrock. You're behind the Vrock now against a wall. Yeah, All fuck right. that. I ain't getting. All right. So, what, uh, what, uh, what are you doing? I believe Misty steps a bonus action. Yeah. So, technically, now I'm invisible. I should have attacked and then did that, but that's okay. Um, so I'm gonna Eldritch Blast because I'm out of spell slots. All right. Who are you Eldritch Blasting? So, bird, because I'm afraid that if I attack Vanya, she'll come over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. 15 oh, will hit. Sorry. The 15 hits. So you hit with both. So hit. you got a total of 21 points of... Wait, I don't think I have two rays, do I? Yes, you do. I do now, right? Two beams. Yes. At oh, level, level five, five. Okay, you have yeah. two beams. Sorry, I'm getting confused between my monk and... You're fine. I just don't just want you to give yourself. Roll the damage without me. So with uh, your Eldritch Blast, you got a total of 21 damage with both hits. You slam the uh, Vrock from behind with your Eldritch Blast, and it kind of just pushes it forward a bit. It is now uh, aware of your location after you teleport it away. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Vanya, it is now her turn, and she looks at the party. I grow weary of this battle. Let me step it up a little bit more. And she's going to cast another spell, obviously. And she holds out a hand and she begins to summon Scorching Ray. And she is going to shoot it directly at Nomu and uh, Damien, who are next to one another. Nomu, she has to make some spell attack rolls against you, my friend. And the first is going to be a 19. I'm going to use my reaction. Okay. I'm Same. using absorb elements. And I'm going to take half of that. 
Okay. I'm going to use Uncanny Dodge, and I'm also going to take half. Okay. So let me do – well, that didn't hit you yet. Oh, Damon. good. The second ray is coming to hit, to hit, uh, to hit you. Uh, I wrote a – that is a 16. I don't know if that's high enough to hit you. It's not. Okay. And then Nomu will take the third hit. Oh, that's definitely going to hit Nomu. I already, I already know. I rolled a 17 on that. So Nomu, you'll be taking two different – damages here of fire damage so the first one is going to be 10 points of fire damage so you'll take five with your resistance and then the second scorching ray is going to deal you nine points of damage so just go ahead and divide that by two round up so you'll take uh or round down you'll take no round up you'll take five points of damage okay cool no one's uh worse for wear right now and yeah the potion bro and uh you are able to avoid the scorching ray, the second scorching ray, Damien, but you see Nomu just get slammed by two of these scorching rays. He's just, Argh! and at, at this point, she just begins to cackle out as the Vrock looks down at Nomu. She just looks at him, finish him. And the Vrock just raises both of its talents and it's going to try and cut down into you, Nomu. It sees you've been hit. And it wants to take you out first. You seem to be the the quote unquote muscle, the tank that's taking everything. He's not the tank. The first one's a nineteen that will hit you. Yeah. With its beak. I the talent. Ward. The talent. The talent is a seventeen that will hit you. Yeah. So Nomu, your first attack with the beak is going to deal piercing damage. It's going yep. to be that is a a twelve points of damage. So six. So the talons come slashing at you, and yep. that is going to deal. Let's see here. That is going to be nine plus three. Okay. So not yeah, nine, 10, 11, 12, another 12 points of uh, slashing damage. Six. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. As as that goes off, the Vrock begins to cackle out loud and Nomu, Damien, make me perception checks. All right, perception. All right, Nomu and Damien, you both spot this. You both rolled high enough. You see all over the Vrock and its and its skin and its wings, its feathery like wings. You see these small bubbles begin to bubble up all over the body of the Vrock. And as they do, they look like spores. And a 15-foot radius uh, around the rock, this toxic-like gas begins to spew from its body. Mm-mm. Everyone that's within 15 feet away from the rock, it's only going to be the two of you and Eddiar, have to make me a constitution saving throw. Eddiar would just like to play, I think. <laughs> and my D4 to go with it. So All right. 13. All right, so Nomu, with a total of 13, you failed. Oh, the boy. other, uh, Ediar and da- uh, Damien, both rolled nat 20s, so with 23 and a 22, they succeed. So basically, the spores spread around the rock within a 15-foot radius. Each creature that fails their saving throw becomes poisoned. While poisoned in this way, a target will take 1d10 poison damage at the start, oh. of, at the start of each of its turns. A target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect if you succeed. Or emptying a vial of holy water on the target also ends the effect. 
So at the start of your turn, Nomu, you will take poison damage, and at the end of each of your turns, you will roll another con to try and break free from the poison. The other gotcha. two are not poisoned. Eddie you find yourself finally able to act. You're no longer confused. You're no longer stunned. What are you doing? I'm hurt. So. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm hurt. Hey, I'm going to move one step closer to both of them so I can give them one of them plus two AC whenever they get attacked. Then I'm going to drop, uh, use the spiritual weapon level four on top of Vanya de Dakmar. Okay. So I'll give you up to a. I'm trying to do that since the beginning. Mm. All right, there you go. I'll make a spiritual weapon for you there. I'll put a blue marker on it so you know it's you. She looks like a hag. (laughs) (laughs) Her avatar. You summon your spiritual weapon next to Vanya. All right. Anything else? Uh, 17 to attack Vanya with your spiritual weapon. Is that what that was for? Yeah. All right. Your spiritual weapon is summoned and it goes to cut down at her. But as it does so, she is able to sidestep out of the way. You did not hit with a 17. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> luckily, All right, that makes action. sense. For the action, I'm going to use protection from poison on Nomi. Okay. So what's... Poison. Uh, t- you touch a creature, if it's poison, you neutralize the poison. If more than one poison, you neutralize one poison that you know, or you neutralize one at random. For the duration, the target has advantage on saving throws against being poisoned, and that's resistance to poison damage. Okay, so you've removed the poison from, yeah, from them. I removed the case. poison. He has uh, He also has resistance to poison and advantage on saving throws against poison. Okay. Oh, thank God. Nice. All right. Cool. Is that it from you? All right, it is now Camro's turn. I have to roll it a Sounds D8. like he actually did. <laughs> we know Fred's nice to a fault. All right, so Camro's has to still roll a D8 because he is still technically confused. And with that, I rolled a seven. The creature that rolls a seven has to use an action to make a melee attack against a random determined, randomly determined creature within its reach. All right, so if the creature is... Okay, so let's see. Within its reach, one, two, three, four, five, six. All right, so I have to roll a D6 to see if it's going to hit either Nomu, Ediar, Yaito, Damien, Bob, or the Vrock, because he can reach all of them. And I rolled a four. I said, I'm just going to go in the clockwise. Yaito is one, Bob's two, Ediar three Nomu's four and then damon's five brock brock is six just going in order here so Nomu or Nomu, you you don't you don't see this coming but camera's being confused he's gonna walk up towards you unable to really really figure out what's going on and he's gonna take his rapier and he's gonna attack you i knew it he's gonna have advantage because you're surrounded by him and the brock so the advantage is going to hit. So the rapier hits you, and you're also going to get hit by his dagger and his sneak attack. Oh, he's tripping. So, if you hit him, does that like knock him out of confusion? Or? No, he has to break free on his own, or a cleric or, or someone with a spell has to free him from it. Well, let's see so if my resistance can keep me alive long enough. All right. So, all right. So let me just go ahead and roll the damage so you can see it on the screen. 
he comes through with his rapier to strike, and as he does, he is going to roll. Let's see here. I'm going to roll the damage on here so you know the damage. Maybe. My shit's lagging, so I'll probably see you like 10 seconds later. The rapier is going to deal, let's see here, 11 piercing damage. You're going to take 6 piercing damage from the dagger. And you're going to take 18 points of sneak attack damage. I want to impose disadvantage on this attack of Shield of the Faithful. Cool, I'm down. All right, if you do, if you do, uh, Shiro the Faithful, is that with one attack? Because I roll, he rolled with advantage here. When a creature attacks a target other than you that is within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. All right, so it says on the attack roll. All right, so the first roll I, he had advantage on, I rolled an 18, and I think it was a 15. So he's still going to hit no matter what with that. Because it would just remove his advantage. He will miss with the dagger. So you don't take six piercing damage. Okay, so I don't take three. <laughs> yeah. Are you down? Oh, I'm down. Thanks okay. for that sneak attack. All right. So I have to make a wisdom saving throw for Camros to see if he's able to break free from the confusion. And he snaps out of it with a 17. As he snaps out of the confusion, he notices Nomu drop to the floor and he's just like what what did i do what who was playing mind games with me and that is his turn nomu you need to make me a death saving throw of course um, oh his new camera was so sus what is that a d20 <laughs> yeah just roll a d20 just a, a a flat d20 you succeed so that's one succeed one success yeah. one all success. right it is now yaito's turn and he looks over at Nomu, who is now falling after Camaros stabs them, and he's gonna just with his advantage, he's gonna strike at Vanya again with what, what he can. And he's going to shoot out another ice knife. And with a nine, unfortunately, it does not hit. Oh, wait, he has advantage. Let's roll it mm-hmm. again. 13 still does not hit, unfortunately. Yeah. He is able to dodge Yaito's attacks. And it is now Damien's turn. Damien, you see Nomu drop to the ground next to you. What are you doing? Uh, resuscitating. Yeah. That's going to be my action. Yeah. But uh, that's fine. Um, I'm going to use a greater healing potion on okay. Nomu. Okay. Uh, so that's 44 four, yeah, plus 40, 4. Yes, correct. 44 plus 4. 12. So 12 plus an add four to that, a 16. D4 or F4, 16. You are healed for 16 points, Nomu. Oh, so yeah. that succeed or that death saving throw is now reset. You find oh. yourself waking up. And as a bonus action, good to have you back, Kat. Um, I'm going to use cunning action to disengage. Okay, so you're going to walk away from... Yes. Rock without an attack of opportunity. Okay. Smart. And I'm going to move uh, behind her one-eyed, Isundra's one-eyed guy. The Bob. Uh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Isundra, it is now your turn. What are you doing? His name is Bob because of the O. Looks like his eye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I'm going to attack uh, the bird with Eldritch Blast. All right. 
soon as I find my character sheet. Where the fuck is it? Oh, I'm on it. Duh. Ooh. Oof. That's going to miss. Ooh. And the 13 is going to miss. Uh, a nine and a 13. You are not able to hit the Vrock with your Eldritch Blasts. Fuck, I'm shaking in my boots. As you go to shoot it, you see that the Vrock kind of spins around to the side and swipes away both of your attacks. Oh, bitch. Anything else from you? I can't do anything. All right, Bob's turn. Bob. Bob. Why would Bob roll better than me? 27. Who's Bob attacking? Oh, um... I was attacking the bird too. All right, so a D D eight plus seven for Bob's I ray. Oops, I put I D eight. What? Well, that is not seventy three damage. <laughs> seventy three damage. I was like, dang, wish. that's a good roll, you know. <laughs> All right, eleven points of psychic damage to the rock. The rock kind of shakes its head a little bit. Uh, it's gr- it's growing weary and uh, tired of the party at this point. It is mad. All right. Good. Does Bob it's make any turn. movements? I think Bob's okay. All right. It is now Bonnie's turn. She holds up one hand and she unsheathes what looks like to be a dagger from her side. And the dagger begins to glow. But with her right hand, she is summoning another spell. And she is going to shoot it next to Yaito. So this is going to hit everybody except for the Vrock and Asundra. She is summoning Fireball. Everyone within that vicinity, Damien, Yaito, Ediar, Bob, Nomu, and Kenros all have to make me some dexterity saving throws. I was asking if Asundra knows Counterspell yet. <laughs> all right. So Kamros failed. If you, if you succeed, you'll take half damage from the Fireball. So you need, uh, let's see here, Camros failed, Yaito succeeded, Damien succeeded, uh, Ediar failed, Dex roll. Oh, Dex, okay. You're going to hurt a lot. Oh! Nomu Nomu is going to fail as well with a five. This is fire damage, right? Yes, fireball. Fireball. Yep, fireball It's going to be half damage. I'm going to use evasion. Yes, Um, fire resistance, my plate of flame. (laughs) <laughs> so you'll take half damage alright so let me go ahead and roll the damage it's 8d6 oh jesus alright let's see here 8? Eight? Yes. 8d6 eight. Eight I don't that's, attack like that that's gonna be that's 9, 10, that's 13 that's gonna be 13 plus 10 is 23 Plus another six is 29 plus five. So 34 points of fire Ooh, damage. What? Everyone that failed will take 34 points of fire damage. If you succeeded or Damn. you have resistance, it's going to be half. Yeah, even with Wait, half hit down. Five? But it, it just doesn't affect that allows you to make a deck saving throw to take only half if you if you instead w- take no damage. Yeah, you take you no, yeah, you take no damage, uh, Damien. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm down again. Shit. Yeah, no By shit. By one HP. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Yaito is going to take half of that damage. Yaito's useless right now. Well, he's trying. He's just a, he's an NPC. He's yeah, he good. was hitting her. Just wasn't doing any damage. He was rolling terrible on his damage. As soon as I gave his ass an advantage on something, he's 
Yanko, I need you to do like 34 damage. God damn. I wish Rogo was hey, here. You, why are you doing 34 damage? <laughs> I know. Ooh. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Eddie R says, Sooner, you mad at you? I to where's your damage at? I'm mad at myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Kanros has half to that because he is a tiefling. So, he'll only take half of that fire damage. All right. So, everyone take has taken the damage. Uh, at this point, the Vrock screeches out. Nomi, you said you were down again? Yeah. All right. At this point, yeah. it is going to step forward, and it's going to try and attack Camaros uh, at this point, because Camaros is the next closest person to him. And it's going to swing. Uh, let's see. Does that hit Camaros? That does. Camaros only has a 15 AC. And the second is unfortunately going to also hit Camaros. So Camaros is going to take some damage here. Oh, goodness. It swings its talon, hitting Camaros for 12 points of damage with its talons. And then it goes to bite at him with its beak. And the beak is stronger, so that's going to be... That's going to be 19 points of damage. Camaros, at this point, he feels his body. You see Camaros, Eddie are. He gets slashed in the chest and bit on the neck, and the Vrock is able to draw plenty of blood from him. Camaros is like, ah, get it off me! Get this vile creature off of me! And uh, he is very weak, Eddie are. You can tell that Camaros is hurting pretty badly. And the Vrock, at this point, it glares over at Eddie R, and it turns its glare to Isundra. It's choosing who to go after next after it basically knocks cameras down if it can all right eddie R, is now your turn nomu is out cameras is hurt what are you doing kirun's at level three on nomu this will be 3d8 plus seven okay so 23, 23 points of damage is healed to nomu oh, uh, and then because of blessed healer uh, whenever I cast a spell with a spell slot and restores hit points to any other creature or a creature other than myself, I gain hit points equal to two plus the spell's level. So I gain five. Okay. And then, uh, then with the bonus action, I'll have the spiritual weapon attack again, which will be 1d20 plus seven. That's not hitting. Nope. That is not with a 13. Uh, and then I will pass my turn. All right. Uh, at this point, then, uh, it's Camaros' turn. He is going to attempt to uh, attack this creature with his rapier and with his dagger. He is pissed. And Nomu, now that you're back up, he technically has advantage on this attack. So, so go ahead and do that twice right there. Uh, unfortunately, his dagger is still going to miss regardless, but his rapier will deal damage of six piercing damage, and he gets a sneak attack for an additional... Two points of damage for a total of eight damage. So, oh, I'm sorry. That was the that was not the rapiers. The rapier hit. It's gonna be thirteen points of damage. Not, not what I had before. So you see, Canvas is able to pierce the rock for thirteen points. He begins to draw blood from the, the fiend, and the fiend just screeches out. It's it's seems to bellow at its knees slightly, but it's still up. And Camaros is like, how do you like that, you damn thing? And Nomu, it's your turn. 
you you're still you're considered prone you're still on the floor yeah. so if you get up that's half your movement yeah nomu is slowly making his way to his feet and he's just bleeding everywhere man i've i've had enough of this his his uh the sword in his hand starts burning with fire and he's gonna he's gonna put everything he has into this swing man okay he's gonna try to put the rock down uh, let me get my shit going He's swinging with the righteous great sword. Okay. The 19 hits. Nice. All right. The 19 will hit. And he's For going. 10 damage. Okay. He's bringing that sword right back around. Oh, yeah. The 1d6 fire to go with it. Uh, All right. It'll take half of your fire damage. So three. All right. So for 13 damage. All right. You still have one more attack. Coming back in. 27 will hit. Nice. And here's the damage again. With the 1d6. All right. How do you, uh, with the 15, how do you kill the Vrock? He said what he said. As he's, as he's getting <laughs> up, he's just cutting into him horizontal and one vertical. I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> Die. Damn. Slashes it in half vertically. And then he looks at Vania, spits out blood. You're next. You're next, bitch. A <laughs> day. Jesus. All right. Uh, with that, uh, it is now. Or do you make any movements? If you get oh, up, that was half your movement. So you have I half. Am, I am going to use something though. I am going to take a deep breath and regain some hit points. I'm using ah, that, yes. a second wind. Okay. And that's it for me. All right, it is now Yaito's turn. Yaito now seeing the Vrock has been destroyed is going to continue focusing on Vanya. He's going to cast. Let's see here. Oh, that's good HP back. Oh, yes. That's what Papa wants. <laughs> He's going to shoot two firebolts, two firebirds at Vanya. And oh, man, they both miss. With a 12 and a 10 as he shoots, he's he's hurting too much from the fireball that hit him. He's kind of trying to recover from it. And you see that he goes to shoot the firebirds. And Vani, at this point, she's just able to dodge to the side. Uh, Damien, he's going he's gonna to stay his ground. He's not going to make a movement. He's safer there where he's at. Damien, it is now your turn. Uh, it worked once. Let's see if it'll work again. I'm going to... Again, launch my javelin at her with all my might this time. Okay. Because now and, I'm starting it. And really quick, before we get to Sundra's turn, Sundra, I didn't have you roll for Bob when that fireball went off. Make Bob roll a reflex save. What the fuck? Oh, it looked like it signed me out of um, Zoom. No, you're fine. You're good. Um, what do I roll? So Bob has a reflex of... You just roll a d20. He does not have any bonuses to his reflex. Bob. Roll flat 20. Okay, nice. he, he takes half of that 34 damage. Okay. He has 40 HP, I think. All right. So, Damien, I'm sorry. What were you doing? You're throwing your javelin again? Yeah, because, you know, Nomo just went off. <laughs> I got a little confidence back. You know, I almost <laughs> forgot who we was for a minute. So, a little bass in my voice. Shapama tapoom. All right, so I have to do a DC saving throw. I rolled a 19, so it's only going to be half damage. Oh, and then it's so it's the lightning damage plus um, 
It says on a hit, the target takes damage from the javelin plus 46 lightning damage. So that's what that plus is. Ah, okay. I okay, I get it. So when you hurl it, speak its command word, transforms into a bolt of lightning, forming a five foot wide extends from your target within 10 feet. Each creature in the line, blah blah blah. Must make a DC 13 saving throw, taking 46 lightning damage on a failed save and half as much damage. And then make a ranged weapon attack against the target on a hit. Okay. So the you roll a roll of 10, so the physical attack's not gonna hit. The lightning will hit, but for half damage. Correct. Yes. Okay. So half of 17 is what she will take. All right. So nine points of damage. Vanya takes it. She feels the lightning slam up against her gut and she almost steps back and she just glares at Damien. I'm growing tired of your lightning javelin. You're about to pay for that. All right, Damien, do you make any movements or are you staying? Um... Yes, I would like to disengage uh, a little toy uh, away from her <laughs> because she keeps getting caught in these attacks. Okay. There. All right. So you run to the right, uh, getting closer to Asundra on the opposite side of the wall from Vanya almost. And Asundra, it is now your turn. You see the Vrock has been vanquished from Nomu. What are you doing? Oh, you know I'm Eldritch Blasting. <laughs> Vanya. 26 will hit. 25 will Fucking hit. Fucking thank you. So 20 points of damage. You see your Eldritch Blast, both of them almost knock her back into the cage, but she's able to keep her footing. And she glares at Isundra. I'll deal with you next, bitch. Wait. First, Ooh. I'm going to kill them all. All right. Uh, what okay, else chill. you do? Hold on. I think, can't my Eldritch Blast knock her back now, too? Uh, if you chose one of the yeah, I think that was a thing. Evocations. Yeah, because I, I didn't remember can. whenever you were playing Eddyr. Where did I write that? She'll have yeah, to make a DC four to two, or not four. four that's three point five. She'll have to probably make a con or a deck save against that, or maybe even a strength save. Yeah, I think, uh, it just I think if it hits, it just knocks back. Where did I write that? I have no idea. Your evocations. Uh, oh, I found it. Okay, when you hit a creature with Eldritch Blast, you can push the creature up to 10 feet away from you in a straight line. Yeah, it's just automatic push if it hits. Okay, yeah. so she gets so pushed back. So it's just going to like push her back, I guess, into those. Yeah, so she gets knocked back then up against the wall in one of the cages, and she almost tumbles over. Oh! <laughs> Put her in the cage! Put her in the cage! All right. All right. In there. It is now, uh, unless you make, do you do any movements or any bonus actions? And does Bob do anything? You know, I'm fine where I'm at because I can still hit her. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, All right. Bob is going to hit her too. Bob! All right, go ahead and roll an attack. Roll with your eye ray. Ooh, that's a damage roll. I didn't, yeah. I accidentally hit enter anyways before I was ready. So Bob shoots the eye right. That's gonna as soon as been hitting almost almost every I lost twice on the other Wait. Yeah. Is she considered flanked because of Eddie's spiritual weapon? No, she got pushed okay. away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even that she, but before she then, run through the spiritual weapon. Okay. Yeah. Just Bob did 10 damage. 10 points of psychic damage. Okay. Good job, Bob. All right. It That's is all now. I got. Me and Bob. At this point, she has become uh, much more upset that that uh, slight grin on her face becomes a bit more 
uh, menacing, and she looks to be more of like a uh, a maniac. Kind of think of like the expression that Izula has at the end of Last Airbender when she oh, starts God. going fucking crazy. <laughs> and at this point, her hair is kind of all messed up from getting hit so many times. And at this point, she's going to scream, and she is going to begin to rush up slightly next to Bob. And she holds holds both of her hands out. I'm tired of all of you! And she is going to cast Cone of Cold. Everyone other than Damien and Isundra have to make me a saving throw. Cone of Cold is going to be a dex... Nope. It's going to be a constitution saving throw. Uh, I'm going to use a reaction. Absorb elements! ADR with a four is going to fail. Nomu make me a con roll. Okay, con. Uh, Bob has to make one as well. Oh, where's my D4? Bob Bob has a plus two to con. Yeah, so a D20 plus two. You don't have that extra D4 anymore. Okay, never mind. Just 12. All right. So uh, Camros fails. Yaito succeeds. Nomu fails. And... Bob rolled a 13. Is that what that is? Oh, yeah. So Bob fails as well. So if you failed, you'll take full damage. If you succeeded, you'll take half damage. I'm, I'm taking half anyway. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and roll the damage on the screen so everyone sees it. 8d8. Eight 35 points of cold damage everyone will take. You take half if you succeeded. Bob is dead, everyone. <laughs> Bob, no! You see as she falls rushes. falls to the ground and disappears. We round up, don't we? You was yeah. a real one. Yeah. Okay, so 18. Honorary cat oh. member. All right. So as Vanya rushes up, she holds out her right hand, the left still holding this dagger that seems to be glowing now, and she shoots out this cone of cold, and Bob freezes over, and as he does so, he goes... <laughs> And soon Bob's body shatters. Oh, Jesus. And he is now off the map. He is gone. He exploded like the purple Powerpuff girl. (laughs) Camros just holds up his hands. Wait, wait, wait! Not like this! And he becomes uh, frozen. He is not killed by it, but he is frozen and he is unconscious. Camros is having a bad time. Wasn't worth that money now, was it, Camros? He's having a bad time. Uh, And Yaito succeeded, right? Yes, he did. So he'll take half of that. What did I say? Uh, that was 35 points of damage. And that's going to be uh, 18 rounded up. Yaito's still up. He's really hurt. You see Yaito's really hurt. Uh, how are Nomu and Ediar? How are you both looking? 22 HP. Okay. Still 22 HP. Okay, so you, you're both not unconscious yet. Um, at this point, she's just breathing heavily at, this, at, this, at everyone. She's like, how did you like that? Next will be the rest of you. And yeah, she's foaming at the mouth. Yeah, she's right. foaming at the mouth at this point. You're starting <laughs> you to see a little. Rabies? You're starting to see a little of that dark more cray coming out of her. Yep, the and... mask is cracking. <laughs> Eddie R, it is now your turn. I'm going to run up on her, in her face. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the government. <laughs> you gonna run up with this badge? Pay your taxes. Sand. Pay your taxes. Right. <laughs> we should have said we were the IRS. He's from the fuck PTA board. 
I'm gonna use inflict wounds at level three. Oh. Okay. Let's see what that roll is. Give me one sec. That's an attack roll, right? Spell attack roll. Uh, That's not a yeah, DC. It's a, yeah, it's a melee spell attack. Okay. Uh, so it'll be one d twenty plus seven. All right, twenty five hits. Okay. Uh, so if I use that at level three, it will be five d ten. All right, five d ten. Twenty nine points. That's a uh, necrotic damage, right? Yes. Okay. All right, you're able to cast your inflict wound as you strike her. You send the necrotic damage through her, and she just yells out in anger, and it really hurts her, but she's not down. Then for bonus action, my sword's going to come up behind her and do its attack. 20 will hit. Cast that at level 4, that does... That does 2d8 plus 7. Take off on her ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 20 points of damage. I told right. you to come peacefully. You denied, so now you're going down. Make me a perception check, Eddie R. And what kind of damage is, is uh, your spiritual weapon? Just slashing damage? I want to say it's force. Uh, okay. I'll look it up. Yeah, force damage. Oh, okay, cool. Right, make me a perception check. 22. As uh, you inflict the wounds, it doesn't do much to her physical uh, armor or clothing or anything like that. But as the blade cuts into her side, you can see that part of her shirt has now been torn and she has armor underneath uh, from the blade cutting into it. So you definitely see that she has armor of some kind underneath. She's not down, but she's hurting. She just looks at you. You think you're going to win? Government or not, I own this land. I own all of Lande. All right, Eddie, that is your turn. It is now Camrose. He has to make a death saving throw. He failed his first one. Oh, shit. So he is unconscious still. He failed his first death saving throw. Uh, Nomu, it is now your turn. Nomu looks at Camrose. He gets, he's, Nomu's about to start foaming at the mouth. So. <laughs> He has his blade. It's uh, now kind of uh, glistening with cold energy. And he's just going to dash for Vanya. How about this? He's going to use his limit break. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to slash with the great sword to start. Oh, let me get my kick sheet up there. Yeah, there we go. Ha! Oh, a critical. Nice. That hits. I guess that's the damage down there. So that'd be the 12, uh, the 12 plus the five. Yeah. All right. So for 17 points of damage. Going for the extra attack. How about this? 22 hits. I'm for, gonna for, roll yes. my next one. I'm gonna roll my next damage. For nine. Okay. Uh D6 plus four. 14. 14. Damage. Okay. Action search. He's coming back down. He's letting the great sword descend again. Yes. With another critical. Another critical. I'm just gonna take that one right there. I'll flake rolling that. Extra attack. How about more? <laughs> Damn. The 10 will not hit that second critical though for 14 plus 9. Definitely hits. Okay, as you cut down into Vana, you do not oh, yeah. kill. I have. 
to uh, give you three. How many attacks did I do? That's how many cold I have to four. give you. You did four attacks. All right, so here's one cold. Another cold. Once more. Once more. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm rolling the wrong one. It's supposed to be a B6. One, two, up, two, and a three. Here we go. Sorry. Which one? So Just two, the D6s. Six and three? Yeah. And that's cold damage? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, wait a minute. One second. Uh, Nomu. Did you do action surge already this round? Or yes. this, this battle? Yes. This no, just... just now. Just now okay. I did action surge. I was saving it. Okay, I want to make sure. I thought you did action surge earlier. I was like, you only have one action. Surge, I didn't right? do it. Until, I didn't do it uh, after we took that short rest. Okay. All right. So that'll be okay. So let me can't count all this up. The ten will miss, but you have two crits on her, and then that second attack hit. So okay, let me count all this. This is a lot of numbers flying off the screen right now. Yeah, because it keeps it keeps resetting. Where uh, my D six is turning to D fours. I'm like, that's not what I'm pressing. Okay, one second. Or maybe perception check. All right, perception. Okay. All right. Uh, as you strike down, you really hurt Vonish. She drops down to one of her knees. Um, the armor underneath, you notice, as, as, as well as Ediar when he noticed the armor, it begins to glow. Every time she's struck, it glows. And Nomu, you don't know what it's doing. But you definitely went all out on her, and you got two criticals. So in your mind, you thinking, you know, if she's only a wizard, she should should have been knocked down by now. But there's something about her in this armor. You're just not sure what it's doing. It might be resisting some of the attacks that she's receiving. You're just not sure. But she she drops to a knee from the from the limit break uh, with one hand on the floor, and she's she she's really upset right now. But she's really hurt at the same time. Surrender now, never. Uh, so that's uh, your turn, Nomu. Yaito's turn, he's at seven HP. He is going to fucking take a potion. <laughs> that motherfucker's hurt. Chugging it, he's got a light potion, uh, just a normal potion. So that's gonna be a 2d4 plus two. He, he's gonna heal himself for eight. And that's all he can do on this turn. Uh, Damien, what are you doing? It is now your turn. Um, I mean, they're getting her ass, so I need me a piece. So in <laughs> famous fashion, I'm going to run up on all of these like demonic torture tables and everything and jump over Nomu and jump down on her head like an, you know, you, with my you, weapons. You sure you want to do that? Try to pull a link. I need you to make me an acrobatics check. Why you say it like that? Yeah, right? yeah, fuck all that. I'm just gonna run. I can't <laughs> risk this. Fuck her. I'm gonna come with my ex. If you wanna look cool, you can, but you have to make that check. Don't Winners be like cool. don't be like scribe now. He wanted to look cool. He threw his sword up into the air to, and then tried to basically have it land in his sheath. And he oh no. Terrible. <laughs> Pull <of> trunks. <laughs> I'm keeping it real. Goes wrong. So I'm uh, dual wielding at this point with yeah, my rapier and dagger. short sword. So your rapier, even with even with an advantage, is not going to hit. Actually, your short sword is not going to hit either. Not with a 15 and 11 are both too low. All right. Well, as my 
bonus action. Who's next? Isundra. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to disengage and go back to my safe spot. Because I don't trust her. <laughs> All right, so you back away. And it is now Isundra's turn. What are you doing, Isundra? Um, Camrose is still down, right? Yeah, he's he's frozen. He's unconscious. Oh. Am I able to give him a potion or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, Isundra is going to run over to Camrose. Oh, shit. And shove a potion in his mouth. Camrose, take this! And she, like, starts shoving it into his mouth. It's a greater <laughs> healing potion. So, four, oh. uh, 44 plus 4. Just ran it down his throat. Well, good enough. All right, so thirteen points. Uh, he he begins to cough. <laughs> oh my god! Where am I? Who are you? The fuck yeah. is going on? You better Get- remember that I saved your ass, Camaros. Get back in the fight. All right, so he is now back up. He does not have to make any more death saving throws. That resets. All right, Asundra. So that will be your turn for the most part, then. Yeah, you no Bob longer have gone. Bob. Uh, at this point, Bonnie is still on one knee and she's just breathing pretty heavily. She's pissed. Um, at this point, she's, I mean, she's really hurt at the same time. She's going to use a bonus action and she is going to cast a spell. Actually, let's see. Can I, let me see how I can maneuver this with the way everyone is looking. All right, yes. She's going, us, she's going to cast a spell. She quickly moves one hand, and uh, she casts Misty Step as well. Mm. And you can see that she quickly vanishes from both Ediar and Nomu's grasps, and she comes closer to the cages. And as she does so, she quickly holds out her right hand, and she is shooting a lightning bolt. It's going to strike Nomu and Isundra. Both of you need to make me a... Dexterity saving throw. I only got two more of these. <laughs> Absorb elements. <laughs> All right. If you if you succeed, you'll take half damage. And Isundra, you take half. Nomu, what is your dex saving throw? Getting it right now. Bam. What is it? 17. Oh, okay. All right. You also succeed, so you'll take half as well. Half of the half. Yes. <laughs> And with that, let me go ahead and get ready to cast the damage here. And that is going to be, she is using it at a fourth level or higher. Okay, so that will be, wait, when you cast a spell using a spell slot, a fourth level or higher. Okay, so that will be 9d6. Only got one more of these, man. 37 points of damage. Uh, you'll take half if you succeeded, which you both did. So 37 round uh, up. So 37 divided by two. That'll be 19 points of damage for half. Okay, 19 divided by two. And Sudra takes 19 points. And at this point, she is breathing heavily. And she is, she is holding on to her, her gut at this point after Nomu just fucking went ham on her. And she's having a hard time. Eddie R. It oh, is you. <laughs> Even with the half of a half. Hurts. What? I was going to bull rush in again. Okay. 
try to back her into a corner. He's going to use. Do I go for another inflict wounds? Uh, no, I think I will. But another one last. No, I don't want to use my last level three spell slot. I use level one. Uh, seventeen right. will not hit. You need an uh, eighteen. I'll just say that now. You need an eighteen to hit her. Spiritual sword will come right here from the side. Fifteen will not hit either. So she's able to avoid. She takes the dagger and she just swings up, blocking the attacks. Um, and at this point, then Camros he's breathing heavily. Oh, I grow weary of this bitch. Oh, where is she? And he sees that she's pretty far from his. He's not going to be able to reach her from where he's at. So he's going to step forward and sheath both his blade, and he's going to shoot out a bow at her. He takes his bow out, and that will hit, and he's only going to be able to do with a short bow. Oh, he does nine points of damage. He shoots an arrow, and it strikes her in the shoulder, and she almost drops the dagger. She goes, ah! But the armor glows again, as you notice, Eddie R, since you're oh, right yeah. next to her. Um, but hurt me, isn't it? It's going to hurt a lot. And at that point, it she's not down, but that's all cameras can do. Nomu, it is now your turn. All right. <clears throat> Nomu's looking at her move away. Ah, I don't think so. He's going to get behind her. Oh, shit. I didn't say you can go anywhere. And he's going to uh, he's gonna strike some more. Well, actually, give me one second. He's actually going to use... Um, Oh fuck it! He's just gonna—he's just gonna slash. All right, he's just gonna slash. Nothing fancy about it. Sixteen does not hit. He's gonna come in with the extra attack. Nineteen will hit. Oh yeah. Oh, you'd have a uh, a twenty-seven. That's still gonna hit. You have advantage because she's surrounded. Um, here's my damage. I can re-roll that one. Uh, one second. Okay, so, so it goes up an additional five. Yep, and I'm using that lightning damage. Here's another D6. So 11, 17 points of damage. All right, so as you strike down with the great sword. Uh, Righteously. Where do you strike? The, the back of her shoulder or where? I'm aiming for uh, the area just to the side of her neck, trying to cleave her from breastbone to groin. Okay, so you come down with your great sword, and she moves slightly, and you strike the armor and make a perception check. You got it. All I right. With a 15, you see the armor, it absorbs what looks like to absorb more of that damage. And at this point, her armor is now a bright, glowing orange-red. And she looks up at Nomu after being struck, and she just gives you this grin. You think... You won? And at that point, uh, Nomu and Eddie are make me reflex saving throws. Everyone back away! What's that? Reflex. Or uh, dexterity, sorry. I'm so used to 3.5. Same. All right, if you fail, if you fail, you'll take full damage. If you succeed, you take half damage. All right, Eddie R with a 5, Nomu with a 22. Nomu, you succeeded. Eddie R, you failed, however... You're going to be taking some damage here. I'll just roll it on the screen. 
This will be force damage, 25 force damage. Ooh. And as this happens, her armor explodes and it scatters, basically dealing magical force damage all around her. Uh, so 25 to both Ediar and Nomu. Well, Nomu takes half. half. You'll take I'm half. Slow down. So you hear this, basically this loud bang as her armor explodes. It's not thundering damage. It's force damage. You feel your both of yourselves, your body's being pushed back by this powerful force coming from her armor. And as she does, so she, she drops to both of her knees and her hands. She now is on death's door. She is hurt. She can barely get up, but she is panting heavily. Nomu's down. All right. Nomu, you're going to need to, well, yeah, you have to make me no at the start of your next turn, you'll make me a death saving throw. Um Eddie, are you still up? Eddie R is bloom black, a few spaces under the ground, like bloom black. <laughs> bloom back. <laughs> yeah, no one got blown back with him, man. Just laying on our backs and down. Is your spiritual weapon gone now? Uh because doesn't that take concentration? No, that is not concentration, which is oh, okay. why I use it so often. Okay. Let us see. Spiritual weapon. Why are you looking? Yaito's going to no, take I, this I stuff. think it's just still there. I can't I can't direct it to do anything, but it's still there. Okay, so it's still floating. Yeah. All right. Yaito is going to attack. Uh, technically, Vani is prone, so he'll get a disadvantage since he's attacking from afar. So well, the, sec- the first one's going to miss, and he'll roll again with a disadvantage. And he, with a nine, he's not able to hit uh, with his firebird. She avoids them. She's close to the ground. And yeah, so he's going to step forward a little bit closer to Ediar. He's worried about Ediar and Nomu, both of you being unconscious. And with that, Damien, you see Ediar and Nomu are tossed back. But Vani is on the floor, but she's still up. What are you doing? How far did we get blown back? You're, you're where you're at. You don't technically oh, okay. get pushed back. Uh, Damien or Ediar just wanted to put some flavor text to it. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm going to move a little closer to her. And what's her? Is her AC decreased because she doesn't have that armor anymore? Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully I can hit her with my short bow from here. All right. You'll have a disadvantage though because she's prone. Oh, she is still down. Yeah. Isn't she? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you can still attack. Or you just, yeah. You just have a disadvantage. That's just an awkward thing to do, but I can't. I don't have any more. Cause what's my range of movement? Thirty. Yeah. Okay. So, well, even at a disadvantage. Twenty-three will hit. It won't be a critical, but no. you'll deal. Uh, that will deal. You won't get your sneak attack, unfortunately, because. Uh, really. Yeah, you, you don't have you don't have advantage on this. Oh, even with Nomu there, she's not flanked. Well, Nomu's unconscious. Oh yeah. Get your ass up. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. Could've so uh, four damage, you shoot your bow and it's it pierces her in the side. Now that her armor is gone, she just yells out. Ah! And um, she, I get her? she's she's not down, but she is hurt. She just rolls onto her back panting. I can't believe this. I will not go down like this. And uh, at this point, it would be Asundra's turn. Um, Asundra wants to go let the dogs out, though. 
<laughs> she is very hurt. Uh, I'm just going to say, if she's hit again, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was this tough, fight, dude. All right. She's on her. She's prone on the floor. And she is on death's door. And is, uh, is her um, armor still glowing or is it good? Her, her armor, her armor exploded. Yes. And yeah. when, it, when it exploded, it knocked both Ediar and Nomu unconscious. Yeah, and I just don't know if it's going to do it again. <laughs> no, her armor's gone. She just okay. got she just got pierced in the side by an arrow from Damien. So she's bleeding out. Yeah, she's still she prone. Back. She's on her back on the floor, but she's still conscious. All right. I hope she's ready. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <coughs> okay, so if you're going to shoot Eldritch Blast, keep in mind distance range attacks because she's prone are at a disadvantage. Why? Wait, what? Because she's down? Yeah, so when someone's prone... Well, it doesn't matter because I rolled 15 anyway. So. Yeah, they're both gonna they're both going to miss regardless. So you shoot your Eldritch Blast trying to trying to finish her off. And as you do so, they hit the side of the floor, exploding parts of the, the stone floor underneath. And uh, do you make any movements to get closer uh, or any uh, bonus action? I'll, I'll get a little closer. Yeah, her armor's completely gone at this point. All right. Uh, it is now her turn then. Okay. While she is on her back, she is... She slowly rolls to her side. She's bleeding out from the arrow that's in her side of her gut. And she's looking around the room, noticing there's still four of you conscious. And as she does so, she's trying to calculate what she can do next. And at this point, she's going to cast a spell. I will not fall here. Never. And she's going to cast what's called gaseous form her body begins to disappear slowly as she turns into this visible gas. As she does so, she floats into the air and she begins to move away from everyone. You see this gas tries to make its way towards the exit of the room. So the gas, let's just say it's it's still her. She moves closer towards Yaito and the unconscious Ediar going over the table as a gas. Um, you don't know what's going on, but she completely vanishes, and you just see this gas moving away. Uh, Ediar, make me a death saving throw. I didn't realize Ediar was down, down. All right, that's one success. So uh, it is now Camrose's turn. He's going to make me, or he's going to make a check here. Let me make a roll. Oh, he rolled a 17. He's totally fine. He sees what Vani is doing. He quickly yells out, quick! Stop her from escaping. Uh, he points at the gas. That gas there. She is now the gas. Attack it at, with everything you have. Um, and at that point, he's going to make a movement towards the table where the unconscious Ediar is with his raper. He unsheathes it. He's going to try and pierce at the gas. He does not want her trying to escape. He does not know if it's going to do anything, but he's going to attack. Uh, he rolled a nine. That's not going to hit. 18 will, though. He tries to stab at the gas with his dagger. Actually, I guess I could do that on the screen here instead of my actual dice. The dagger will hit. And it's going to deal four points of piercing damage. All right. So as he goes to stab with the rapier, it goes through the gas, and he's not able to really hit anything. But then he slashes with his dagger a, a 
attempting to hit something at this point. And with four piercing damage, uh, he, he feels something getting hit. Um, and at this point, Vanya, basically the gas form dissipates and she drops onto that table unconscious. And Kermos looks over at everyone. Well, I'll be damned. I didn't know you could do that. Uh, and he goes, looks over at Nomu and Ediar, are unconscious. Oh, well, uh, let me wake them up really quick. And he's going to use some potions on the two of you. He only has uh, normal potions, so 44 plus 2. Right. Ediar. Oh, I'm sorry, 2d4. 2d4 plus 2. Ediar, you'll take 8. Eight points back. And Nomu, you'll take seven points. Right. But uh, Vanya is now unconscious on that table, bleeding out. Uh, As Kamros is healing everyone up, what are you all doing? Uh, We got a killer, right? Nomu's going to try to get up and... (laughs) Uh, I think someone should do something before he does. Get for a pulse, ADR. ADR is getting up. Wait, wait. Camera says, wait. That armor exploded. She didn't have any other armor on, did she? He's going to be careful. She may be unconscious, but she's definitely bleeding out with that, that arrow there. Well, I don't know if she's bleeding out. I don't know. Be very careful, though, if you're getting close, ADR. Aaron, trying to get close. I'll take my time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron walked up, checked her vitals, see how she's doing, and says, "The mission was to execute her." Yeah, she's still Since alive. Have to do it. I'll be the one. Damn. Wait a minute. Why do you get to be the one? What? I'm going to do it as humanely as I possibly can. Yeah. Why? She tried to kill us. I was going to bite on her throat. You know what? We shouldn't even be here. We we're here on some shady ass business because our sister is fake. You know what, Eddie R? It's right that you do it. <laughs> Eddie R digs into his medical bag, looks for something that can just put her out of her misery permanently. Put a bag. Oh my god! What? Huh? What else are we supposed to do? Bite on her throat. Uh, Yaito looks over Ow. at uh, Eddie R. Eddie R. Before you do this, are you sure this is what you want to do? We may be be killing an innocent woman. However, she did summon a demon. That is not very innocent. I think we have enough evidence from what we've seen here that she's not an innocent woman. I I can say on good conscience, I don't think she's innocent. Um, I think I somewhat agree with what we have seen so far. So, Eddie gives her some anesthesia. To yeah. so make her not feel pain. What? 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 Why are you not rubbing out on us before the fights? Right. We're suffering. Taking damage. So I don't want to feel it. Camera says, "What? What? What are you doing, Eddie? What? What the hell is that? What are you pulling out? Don't worry about it. <laughs> How are we uh, sure this is going to kill her? I, I could just pierce her heart right now. No, I'm going to pierce her heart afterwards." My god, I thought you were a cleric, a good one at that. Just let Camrose do it, am I right? Then it's on his head. Well, I'm making sure she doesn't feel pain before I do it. Well, that's fine, yeah. So, 
I gave her Anastasia. And then Go I ahead, take camera. out a needle. <laughs> oh. And, uh, take the needle straight through her heart. Dang, Medios. Is that a black mark? Dang. Hopefully it's a dirty needle. Rusted. So you're taking a needle and you're, you're, you're piercing her heart with a needle? Like a big ass needle. Like, I just say, that's not going to kill her, per se, depending on uh, if it's just a normal needle. What's a medical? I forget the uh, proper term. The uh, what's the medical needles? I don't know. The fact Not that you don't know the name means you shouldn't be using them. Step <laughs> aside, Baldy. Is it you're uh, not good? Damien sits in the chair right in front of the table. A hypodermic needle is that what they're called? So those are still pretty small. I don't think puncturing the heart with that would kill someone. Not right away. Well, a puncture in a heart would kill someone pretty fast. Yeah. All right. So you camera punch, stab or two. You're gonna, you're for gonna, good measure. So you're gonna pierce the heart. Uh, I'm gonna use a scalpel, straight through the heart. There what you do go. you getting these tools? I'm a medical <laughs> man. Don't worry about it. Have a medical. Sit her in the head with your mace. That'd be a lot more bloodier and messy. Look at this floor. Does it matter? Killer humanely. Will you just smoke this bitch? Actually, if the feds raid this place, it might explain the stained floor. If we bust her head open with a mace, I'm just saying. I cut her heart open with a syringe. She's dead. She's gone. All he right, doesn't so... know what he used, but he did it. That's, <laughs> all he That's a lot messier. So you, you push her over to her back. You take your medical tools and you pierce her heart uh, after giving her the anesthesia. And as you do so, she is silent the entire time. And when you do so, the heart becomes punctured and she begins to bleed out. Her heart is unable to sustain the the body like it's supposed to and as that happens you have killed vania de darkmore without even questioning her or speaking with her so you're not really sure uh or you're not going to be getting any more information from her at this point but she dies but when she does you do notice everyone notices you won't have to make a perception check as soon as vania dies her body begins to grow uh not 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 in size but i should say her body begins to disintegrate in some way as the skin begins to crumble as if she was aging and soon it soon it turns into complete dust and as it does that you notice this aura like light comes from the body as if it was her soul in some way and you see it quickly explodes it does not harm you in any way but the aura this light soon explodes and vanishes and you hear this ah! the scream the screech and that is damn. it damn silence <laughs> after that and Camos, he's he's looking uh he's looking what the hell did i just witness what, what did you all hear that screech i was gonna ask you about that what was that that was really weird, but what Ediar did was way weirder. I'm not going to lie. Ediar, what did you do to the poor woman? You made her body turn into dust. Oh, no, you could have stabbed her in the gut. I was just trying to put her out of misery. Don't ask me. Don't what ask the, you? What kind, you of, what, what kind of magic did you just pull on her body? You, you're supposed to stab her, man. You made her... Did you use disintegrate magic or something on her? No, I didn't use any magic. Are you sure? Positive. I'm basically out of spells. Couldn't use magic if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Uh, um, 
Camera says, I have no idea what that was. I, I hope she's dead. Uh, I think now is the time for us to skedaddle, though. I don't want to wait around and see what's going to happen. Those guards are still up there. Well, yeah, let's up your little down. Your little uh, pee hole thing and let's get going. Yeah. Portal. Oh. Camera quickly pulls out the scroll. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's do that right now. And Give he's going to open the scroll. What? Take, oh, no, the body disintegrated. Never mind. <laughs> the body's gone, man. You did something to it. I don't know what the hell. Hopefully that was really her. But let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, and God. He, what if it wasn't her and we just it, killed someone? <laughs> and um, he's going to open the scroll. And as he begins to read off the wording on the scroll, a portal slowly begins to appear next to him. And he's like, hurry up. We only have a couple of seconds. Everyone get in now before you missed your opportunity to escape. You got it. And Aaron just kind of stumbles in. As the portal opens, everyone, assuming I'm assuming everyone kind of quickly, as quick jumps. as possibly, jumps yep. or walks into mm-hmm. the Sandra portal. Sandra goes to jump into it, but she says, R.I.P. Bob, real quick. And then she jumps into it. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Camrose quickly steps through. And as you all step through, the portal leads you all back to the the house or that uh, building that you all met Stalwart and Camerosin. So you're still in you're still in town, but you're back at the house or the uh, the building where you all met before you came to Arcane Delight Brewery. And as you all step out of the portal, the portal closes behind you. And Camrose, he's sweating. I can't believe we just did that. Damn, that's another one for the books. Uh, y'all wait here. Let me go inform Stalwart. I can message him with the scrying mirror to let him I'll know that we him. are... What? We succeeded. They're all still at the outside the brewery, making sure that we, you know, we're not in any trouble. Uh, let me message him to let him know where mission is complete. Not afterwards, that stew and wait. Afterwards, we'll speak with Averis and let her know of what happened tonight. And he's going to step out of the room to speak with a scrying mirror to try and contact uh, stalwarts. And at that point, leaving the rest of you in that room by ourselves. Uh, what are you all doing at this point? Yaito is looking around. I cannot believe we sur- we defeated a demon and a magical sorceress at that. I really hope that was her. I need rest. <laughs> I think I I'm done a- for today. I need a drink. She was cute too. What a waste. Are you married? I was going to say the same thing. Aren't You're such you a married? fucking narc. <laughs> Is that your Halloween costume? I'm, the I'm government? Just a question. Damn. You, what, are you going to go and tell my wife? Who knows? Maybe I have to. Maybe Damn. I won't. Maybe I don't care about your relationship. But you wouldn't fucking dare. Aren't you married? <laughs> say it again. Because. Say it again. He's married doesn't mean he doesn't find other people cute. I'm just saying you can find other people cute. Maybe not voice it all the time, okay? <laughs> all the time? Who's the last woman I gave a compliment to that wasn't out of pity? That wasn't out of pity. <laughs> Aren't they all out of pity? No. <laughs> Vanya was a looker. She was pretty attractive. Pretty dead no, now. she's dead. Uh, attractive up to the point where she turned into dust. That that was very disturbing. Isn't it? Did she age? What's it? What did you uh, say? 
Ah, uh, never mind. Is there a fireplace in here? Yes. There's one in the room. Nomu goes over to it, walks in, pa- uh, walks in place in a circle like three times, and then curls around it. Curls up into the fireplace. Uh, right here? <laughs> oh, we're in where we are. Yeah, we're not in there anymore. No. I was tired. He's a sleepy boy. Hedyar's <laughs> also tired. He's got like eight HP. He's going to plop down one of the couches or chairs. <laughs> he looks for the most comfortable looking seat he can find. He's going to find the cheapest? <laughs> oh. you know what the Does he man spread out on it so that Yusendra can't sit down too? <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Damn. Uh, yeah, move your damn feet so I can sit down too. Hedyar's conked out. Where's Leroy? None of them. Outside. None of them are are here. It's it's just you and Yaito at this point. Canmos, you can hear Canmos on the other side of the door talking with Stolwart. Um, are we think, like in the town still? Yeah, you're yeah. still you're still in River Hall and Elroy doing other stuff yeah. with Rogar, I guess. But you remember when you split up into two groups, Stalwarts with Rogar, Yatari, and Elroy, and they were going to serve as kind of like distractions for any of the outside guards yeah. and things like that. Um, yeah. they were I'm basically straight. waiting for your for your signal to either rush in if you guys were fucking in trouble or to try and distract or do whatever. But why would um, you think we would get in trouble, Ryan? I, you never know. That could have mm. that fight could have gone completely opposite side. Yeah, it almost did. Yeah, it's true. Well, I'm going to the bar. Matter of fact, let me go change. <laughs> Don't wait up. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, we will go ahead and say this concludes this episode of Taverns and Caverns. Thank you, everyone. Jesus. <laughs> what was everyone's HP? I don't think Damien got hit that fight, did you? No. <laughs> Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Taverns and Caverns. This is your dungeon master. Ryan at Haphazard DM on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And you can also follow some of our other players. Hi, everybody. I'm Felicia. I play Sundra. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dagger Tribal. And I'm Bri. I play Damien and Desiree. You can follow me at Blaze underscore NBK on Twitter. That's my new name. And Instagram is just Blaze NBK, no space. I'm Julian, uh, also playing Eddie R. You can follow me at at JWPlay0 on Twitter or JWPlay0 on YouTube. I'm Robert Jones, and I don't have social media, but I am on YouTube. You can find me at TrueBone, that's T-R-U, Bone. I make simple videos by putting video games to movies. All right, awesome. Blood and bone. That's all I thought about. (laughs) That's our players. Again, thank you for listening, and you can follow us again on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Cool, and that's it. See you guys next time. All right.